0: BLOB TALK RADIO
1: Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones, broadcasting live from the NYC. It is Wednesday, September 21st, 2016. For the next hour, I'm going to bring you the latest celebrity news on Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt, Ryan Gosling, Eva Mendes, T.I., Chris Pratt, The Weeknd, and Maroon 5, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. Dear John, I'm leaving.
0: Uncontrolled high blood pressure is serious, and I can quit whenever I want. Why can't we get back to when you checked on me? I don't want to leave, but remember, when I quit, you quit. Sincerely, your heart. Listen to your heart and don't let it quit on you. High blood pressure can lead to a stroke, heart attack, or death. Get yours to a healthy range today. For help keeping yours at a healthy range, text PRESSURE to 97779, a message from the American Heart Association, the American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council.
1: One in six seniors
0: faces the threat of
1: hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello.
0: Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at AmericaLetsDoLunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council.
1: People think that when you are a refugee, in the recession to America, and all your problems are done. They don't understand that that's the beginning of everything.
0: I was not born a refugee. I was made one. Learn more at embracerefugees.org, brought to you by the Ad Council.
1: are just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibb, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, pop culture new music, and a few celebrity interviews. If you like the show and you want to make sure you want to click on the follow-up button, just type on Death Entertainment online radio on the top of the show page and that way it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of the stories of today, give me a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number one. That's 347-637-2656 and press the number one. Also, Thank you. That's Entertainment is also on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com forward slash That's Entertainment Radio. And you can also follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain One. That's T H A T S Entertain and the number one. And you can also follow me on Twitter. I go by the name of Stiletto14, Stiletto like the shoe, S T I L E T T O, and the number 14. And most importantly, follow me on Instagram. Just go to T Jones Gives. That's T Jones. J O N E S G I B B S right now the current temperature in the NY is a uh it's almost sunset here in the NYC Uh, Right now, the current temperature is about uh, 78 degrees. Before I get started with the first story of the day, I'd like to give a shout-out to everyone that's listening on the phone lines and in the chat room. Thank you for joining me here on this Wednesday evening. And, uh, again, if you want to make a comment about what's going on with the latest headlines, tell me what you think. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number one. Again, that's 347-637-2656 and press the number one. Also, uh, you know, we decided to do the show a little later today. It's a Wednesday evening. So uh, if you try to tune in early, I apologize for that. I hope that uh, I have sent out the t- uh, Twitter and I posted it on Facebook that we're going to do a show this evening. So I hope you got the message. And if you did, thank you again for tuning in on this Wednesday evening. Lots to talk about. Well, I know... It's, it's, a, it's a story that's been seen and heard around the world. The breakup of Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt. They are uh, filing for a divorce. Unbelievable. They've been together for almost what, 12 years with six children later. You know, it's one of those stories where you thought that they would be married forever. Because, you know, they worked together for all those times, and then they just got recently married in 2014, and the only reason why they got married was because of the kids. But a lot of people who are Jennifer Anderson fans are like, they like have their hands up in the air, like, really happy about the situation because it's like, you know, when because of what how... Angelina, how she and and Angelina and Brad got together in the first place. So it's like karma, you know? How you get your man is how you lose it, but we'll be talking about that later on in the show. Also this week, I'm going to be talking about um, uh, Chris Pratt. Uh, He was in the news, and he's talking about that he is going to spend some time with his family because he's saying that he's going to need some time. He's going to take a break from acting. And uh, P.I. is also in the news. He's uh, finding a way to tackle racism because of all the police brutality that's been happening in the news. And also with the recent shooting of two black men that were killed by police, uh, Terrence Crutcher in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and Keith Lamont Scott from Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, He, um, you know, it's just getting worse and worse and I'll tell you my opinion about it. Also in the news uh, Maroon 5 is uh, calling off another concert. For those who don't know, uh, Frontman Adam Levine and his wife, they're getting ready to uh, get ready for their baby. That's due any day now. So uh, without further ado, let's get started with the most talked about stories of the week. Hit it! (laughs) All right. Well it's the story that's been seen and heard around the world, the break up of Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt. Uh a lot of people who are a fan of Angelina and Brad, they are shocked. They don't know what to do. They don't know if they're coming or going. Uh people are, are still can't don't think it's real. People like this can't be. But, yeah, they are calling it quits. Um, you know, it's 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 one of those stories where, you know, you look at it and you think, wow, you know, for a celebrity couple who was supposed to be together, who seemed like when they're in the public eye, they had everything going on. They looked lovey-dovey. They was always together for red carpet events. They uh, made a difference in the world. Uh, they adopted uh, three children and had uh, three of their own children on their own, and uh, it's just one of those stories that you can't believe is, is happening. I mean, um, Angelina filed for divorce last week, according to the reports, and they were saying that uh, she filed for um, ir- irreconcilable differences Um but they all say that you know all the reports all celebrities do is file for divorce, and that's the first thing uh, they talk about that they they want to uh, divorce over irreconcilable differences but this the story is just coming out in the opening uh Brad's claim that he, he was blindsided, he had no idea, and uh, he just wanted to make sure that it's the divorce he wants to make sure that his you know he wanted to be make sure that his children doesn't get too affected by it and uh you know he had issued a statement. Uh, he said that he was very saddened by this. He said what matters most is the well-being of their kids and he asked the press to give them some space so that to do during this challenging time and um there's been other reports why what what, what have, might have caused the breakup uh according to reports uh they said that uh Angelina uh filed a divorce because of Brad's alleged substance use and anger problems so um you know I, you know i you know this is something that you don't hear and then there was other allegations where uh Brad Pitt has a new movie, uh, his co-star, there's some cheating rumors going in there that could be the uh, cause of the breakup, and some people are not surprised. Uh, some people said that, you know, Angelina get what she deserves because what comes around goes around. That's how she met Brad in the first play. They met on the movie of uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, and they fell in love, and at the time Brad was still married to Jennifer Aniston, and they're saying, you know, you know how that old saying goes that uh, how you get your man, how you how you get your man is how you lose them. So they're saying that uh, then some people are not surprised by this breakup. Some people are saying, you know, uh, Jennifer Aniston is like in Glee, but um, but I don't think Jennifer Aniston is uh, paying too too much mind over these uh, recent reports because, you know, she recently got married. She got her own life. She got a buzzing career. So that's like ancient history to her as far as it's concerned. But you just can't help wonder what she's thinking right about now, how, you know, she's saying, well, 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 you know, here, you know, the same thing is happening to her allegedly. Uh, In the latest report, they said that the the um they that again Brad Pitt was blindsided by his uh, his ex divorce filing and he found out about it yesterday uh the source claimed that the pair and their kids had planned to fly to London together this coming Friday but the trip was canceled on Monday the same day Jolie uh Jolie filed the, the divorce paper now Angelina and Jolie had filed for dissolution of the marriage Uh, There was a statement that was issued by her rep yesterday that said that the decision was made for the health of the family. She would not be commenting at this time and asked that the family be given their privacy during this difficult time. Uh, They said that, again, Pitt alleged affair with actress Marion Cotillard, as had supposedly and supposedly bad parenting styles were among reasons which reportedly caused Lee to make the dis- divorce decision. Now, sources said Jolie was worrying about the kids because of its consumption, uh, of, of Brad's consumption of weed and possible alcohol and mix is what she believed is an anger problem. You know, he had anger issues. TMZ report that Pitt is furious that his ex is Spending such story, he allegedly told Jolie that she had just made the entire family the target of paparazzi, as he put it. Meanwhile, um, a lot of celebrities, Adele, she had weighed in on the end of the Brangelina breakup. She says one of celebrities who was shocked to learn of the divorce news, the British singer to dedicated her uh, New York City concert on Tuesday night she called the couple split the end of an era and led the audience in a group Brandon new Jelena breakup therapy session during the show, which she dubbed Two Hours of Misery. You know, it's just, it's sad. You know, this is like, you know, when I found out about Bruce Willis and Debbie Moore's divorce, that took me for a loop. Seriously, that really took me for a loop, because, you know, you think, you know, these couples are going to be together forever. And now... um, They're saying that, uh, according to TMZ, Brad Pitt is planned to fight Angelina Jolie for joint physical custody of the kids in their divorce. Jolie cited, again, irreconcilable differences in her divorce filing and seeks sole physical custody of the children, with Pitt getting only visitation. But Pitt wants nothing short of joint custody. They added that Brad, Brad doesn't want to interfere with Angelina's ability to be a co-parent, but he won't allow her to thwart him. The sources also added that Angelina is a great mother and he doesn't want to hurt her in the divorce. The sources said that Brad and Angelina had gotten along for months and had had, and had, had Frank talks about divorce several times, so this wasn't a shock. Nevertheless, it's, it's, he's still devastated. Uh, TMZ, uh, Angelina's source claimed that Brad, again, is a heavy weed smoker, abused, uh, he abused alcohol and has an anger problem that had that might endanger the kids. Um, but he insists that he never put his kids in danger. So it definitely is an end of an era because you know they were just at the uh, at the, uh, they was at a red carpet event recently and they didn't they looked it happy they looked lovey dovey, but something must have really got her. Just said you know fed up. She threw her hands up in the air and said, "This is it. I'm done." So. Uh, this is a story that 's not going to go away anytime soon. Um We probably will still hear more about this story. Continue stories in weeks to come. Uh, Ryan Gosling and Eva Bendez, I think they are the cutest couple in Hollywood, but there 's rumors that 's going around that they got married. Sources told Us Weekly that the celebrity couple with two kids tied the knot earlier this year among a small group of family and friends in an intimate ceremony. However, the rumor is quickly shut down as soon as it makes its round on the web. A contradictory report from People insisted that Goslin, who's 35, and Mendez, who's 42, haven't exchanged wedding vows despite rumors to the contrary. The couple started dating after playing an on screen couple in the 2012 drama The Place Beyond the Pines. They welcomed their first daughter, Esmeralda Amanda, in September 2014, The second daughter, Amanda Lee, who was born April of this year. And T.I. tackles racism and police brutality in his new music video, Warzone, which was released exclusively September 8th on Tidal. It premiered on additional digital platforms on September 16th. Warzone re-acted the police-involved death of Tameen Rice, Eric Gardner, and Philando Castile. Instead of black actors depicting the fallen, the rapper used white victims for the role of the three men. In an interview about the video concept, T.I. told BLK that Warzone is a response to the all-lives-matter refrain that has conveniently emerged as a response to the Black Lives Matter movement. The Atlanta native say he specifically chose the death of Rice, Gardner, and Castile to help convey his message. The track will be featured on TI's forthcoming mixtape, Us or Else, that's due out September 23rd. The Grammy Award winner will address issues surrounding social justice and police brutality. The title is a call to action in response to the police killing of black civilians. And just uh, yesterday, uh, we hear about the the death of uh, Keith Lamont Scott, uh, who uh, got shot by cops in Charlotte yesterday. Uh, they claimed that uh, he had a book in his hand. They said that it was a gun, and they uh, and they uh, they are overheard. You can overhear the police and the and the helicopter saying that you know, um, you know about the situation. So it's it's really bad. And then the other shooting that happened last week, uh, Terrence Crutcher in Tulsa, Oklahoma, he was shot by a. Uh, uh, a woman cop and a man make an accusation that they saying they they were also heard saying, oh, this dude is dangerous, uh, he looked like he's on drugs, and they just shot him. And, you know, my opinion on this whole situation is that I think there should be a mandatory, a national mandatory on how cops handle situations in this country. Every law enforcement in every city in this country need to deal with this situation because it's just getting out of hand. And it's like every week, every other day, every other month, an innocent person, an innocent black man is being shot by either a routine traffic stop or, you know, or he's being stopped for no reason and then they just shot, and I have two young nephews who they drive, they go to school, they go to work every day, and I'm so afraid of them for up for them because it's just too ridiculous, too scary out here that we have people dying by the hands of these cops. And don't get me wrong, there are a lot of good cops. One, of my, I have a, a, my sister-in-law is an ex-cop. She just recently retired, and it's just. It makes it look bad for those police officers who do the right thing, who have respect for uh, civilians, and 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 the bad cops that blend in. Nobody is saying anything, and if you do say anything, you're ridiculed. You're uh, either put out there, you're you're uh, a traitor, and it's just not right. It, it just got to stop. Um, right now, we have here. Uh, got here 15 minutes till 7 o'clock. You listen to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, where every Wednesday I bring you the ladies in entertainment news, celebrity news, celebrity gossip, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know more about the show, tune in every week, every Wednesday. If you are a registered listener here on Blog Talk Radio, all you have to do is register as a listener. It's free. You can also type in That's Entertainment in the search box. Click on the follow-up button. That way you get a reminder when I'm on the air live. Also check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash that'sentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at that'sentertain1, T-H-A-T-S, entertain, 1, T-H-A-T-S, entertain and the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at stiletto14. The letter like the high heel shoe, S T I L E T T O, in the number 14. And you can also follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs, T J O N E S G I B B S. And while we're on the subject of these recent shootings of. of black men here in America Steve Harvey is getting ready to devote his daytime talk show tomorrow to the topic of police shootings at the nation as the nation deals with the two most controversial incidents of black men being shot and killed Steve Harvey town hall conversation on race and policing will air tomorrow, Thursday, September 22nd and it will feature a diverse audience made up of people who want to bridge the gap including concerned police officers and those who say they live in fear of police, along with people who are just frustrated, like myself, by the national crisis and want to help work towards a solution. Steve devotes the entire hour to having an honest discussion about the crisis and what each and every one of us can do to bridge this deep, divided, plaguing our nation. And uh, also one of the guests on the show is the rapper Gang who is a South Central L.A. native. He's going to be joining the conversation via Skype to talk about the peaceful march he helped organize in Los Angeles this summer with fellow rapper Snoop Dogg. The march was highlighted by a meeting with the mayor and police chief of L.A. Chris Pratt is apparently in need of a holiday to spend more time with his family. Speaking to Parade, the Peter Quill of Guardians of the Galaxy said that he's taking a six-month break from acting after filming three movies back-to-back for 14 months. He spent much of 2015 and the first half of 2016 away from his wife Anna Faris and their three-year-old son Jack, filming major films like The Magnificent Seven, Passengers, The Guardians of the Galaxy Vol. 2, and A row. The 37-year-old actor and his 39-year-old wife recently shared on Instagram several pictures and videos which show the trio spending this past summer on vacation. Pratt has been busy promoting The Minifestant Seven, a remake along with co-star Denzel Washington and Ethan Hawke. The film is set for September 23rd release in theaters. Meanwhile, Passengers, which also starred Jennifer Lawrence, will follow on December 21st. And as for the sequel to Guardians of the Galaxy, it's due out May 5th. 2017. And uh, speaking of Chris Pratt, he may be one of the nicest guys in Hollywood, but he's not going to tolerate disrespectful people. The Guardians of the Galaxy actor was caught on camera confronting a man who cursed at him after failing to get his autograph. In a video posted on TMZ, Pratt was seen walking out of LAX and getting surrounded by a bunch of fans, asking him to sign various memorabilia as he made his way to his SUV. He managed to sign some stuff, but decided to stop when he got into his car. One man who didn't get Pratt's autograph apparently expressed his disappointment by cursing at the actor, who then rolled down his window to scold the dude. The man was apparently one of autograph hunters who usually pop up at airports and ask A-list superstars they they that they meet there to sign various items. They will later sell those items for a hefty profit. And the weekend deleted all his Instagram posts on Monday, September 19, just before wiping his page. The Can't Feel My Face hitmaker wrote, quote, This is my last post before the new era. Happy birthday to the legend Lamar 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 C Taylor wouldn't be here without the vision. Let's shut Toronto down tonight x o The Weeknd also changed his bio to Starboy, possibly the title of his new album or his new alias. His profile picture shows a close-up look at his eyes. On Twitter, meanwhile, The Weeknd changed his profile picture and background to a a blank black screen. And on September 15th, the Love Me Harder singer tweeted a falling leaf and an hourglass emoji, possibly hinting at an autumn release date for the follow-up to Beauty Behind the Madness. The Weeknd recently gushed over his next album in an interview with VM Magazine. The Weeknd recently collaborated with Cashmere Cat for the title track of the latter album, Wild Love. He also has possible collaborations with Mariah Carey and Justin Timberlake. And Maroon 5 has called off another concert. The cancellation is made as as frontman of Adam Levine and his wife Bahati Preslow are getting ready for the baby's arrival. The band was supposed to perform in Hartford, Connecticut, on September 19, but they had to pull the plug on it for precaution. Levine, who's 37, as and Preslow, who's 27. They are about to welcome their first child any day now. And uh, Prince Lowe, whose due date is November 20th, but the Victoria's Secret angel looked ready to pop in her latest picture on Instagram. The mother of B probably showed off her baby bump poolside. Earlier this month, Maroon 5 postponed several concerts scheduled for late September. Those gigs are rescheduled for February and March in 2017. And one of Hollywood's most illustrious, illustrious marriages didn't go according to script again uh if you haven't you're just tuning in angelina jolie again filed from divorce from husband brad pitt citing uh, irreconcilable differences um uh, it, it you know it's one of those big screen most admired couples that they're breaking up um and uh, tmz uh broke the news and um They told uh, the website that the uh, pit said that a lot of the allegations of the breakup was malicious lies. So it's sad, very sad to hear that uh, it is the uh, end of an era. Right now we have here uh, four minutes to seven. Coming up in the next half hour, I'm going to give you the latest on uh, uh, friend to the show, Lester Holt. Apparently, he had a jam session the other night. Uh, He and his band performed on Tuesday night during the 25th anniversary party for his gig, the other gig, NBC Dateline. I'll tell you the latest on that. Also, uh, how many of you guys saw the, the premiere of this new show called Atlanta? Well, it's been picked up for a second season, uh, after uh, it had it's it's been it was the most watched basic cable primetime comedy premiere in over three years and it just got picked up for a second season. Also, uh, if you was here in New York during Fashion Week and attended the Mark Jacobs uh, fashion show, you know there was some controversy on uh, how he styled his models when it came to their hair. Uh, they were saying that he had all his models wearing dreadlocks. And people were not happy about that. Also uh, blackish creator Kenya Barris, he's being hit with a 1 million lawsuit by a music video director saying that he ripped off the idea for the hit ABC comedy. All those stories are more coming up in the next half hour, so don't go anywhere.
0: I think you deserve the world and everything in it. And I,
1: I try to go get it to show you i mean it when I Woo. tell you I'm sorry tomorrow. I promise
0: that I, I try to be better. I'll do whatever for my And I ain't trying to be your friends' friends. Or your quote unquote fake friends. That's why I hate friends. I'd rather see you laugh than see you cry. I'd rather see you lead until a lie. And you ain't got to say it. You deserve better. Got it. Better. You're a, you're a hey, you you better know I deserve better. I the world I changed the I Tune in to that's entertainment, the number one source of entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with your host Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Block Talk Radio.
1: Right now we have uh, twenty eight minutes left remaining in the show. That was the latest from my girl Megan Trainer and Better featuring Yo Gotti. Uh, sad news in the uh, world of hip-hop uh, I don't know if you guys remember uh, rapper Shorty Love. Uh, his name, his real name is Carlos Walker, and he was known as rapper Shorty Low. He died in a car crash in Atlanta early uh, today. Uh, Walker, manager, confirmed the news with uh, CBS. Uh, in spite of the initial report that the 40-year-old performer was a victim of a hit-and-run, the Fulton police spokesperson told said that it has been confirmed now that it was a single-car accident. Police told CBS Walker 2016 Audi had hit a tree, which caused it to flip over and catch on fire. He was then ejected from the vehicle and died on the scene. There was two female passengers in Walker's vehicle at the time of the accident, but they had yet to be identified and their conditions were not immediately known. According to AJC, Shorty Love put some respect on his CD, was found on at the crash site. Uh, Walker is a founding member of the hip-hop group D4L, popular for its 2005 hit Laffy Taffy. Uh, In 2003, he founded D4L Records and has released several solo tracks, including his popular debut single, They Know. The rapper also leaves behind 11 Children, is also well-known for attempting to create a reality show with Oxygen Network about his offspring, almost all of which had different mothers. All my baby mamas were met with critique and outrage from parent groups and the general public alike, and it was canceled in 2013 before a single episode aired. And, you know, it's it's funny because um, I was also a co-host of another show here on Blog Talk Radio called Giving You the Business Live, Raw, and Uncut where my co-host was uh, Miss Kane, who unfortunately she had passed away. And I remember we were doing this story. We were getting ready to talk about this story. And she was, like, talking about, you know, are you going to watch this show? And I told her I was not interested. I was not interested in the stereotype of a a rapper who have 11 children from different mothers. And I thought it was just so ghetto. I thought that who was going to be interested in that? Who was, and and, and, and it, it it caused an outroar around the, not only in the hip-hop community, in the African-American community, because no one really wanted to see that. My co-host, may she rest in peace, thought it was something that was going to be good reality TV. But, um, yeah, um, may he rest in peace and my condolences to his uh, his family and loved ones. Uh, Eleven children. Wow. See now, Ayanda needed to talk with him. Remember, she did an episode on Fix My Life where she a, a man had although it's like seventeen kids. She needed to talk to Shorty Low back then. Uh, also in the news this week, um, I was getting ready to tell you on uh, before the the break uh, that. Uh, NBC Nightly News anchor and friend to the show, Lester Hall is in a band. It's called the Thirty Rockers, and they perform right after he signed off off a Tuesday newscast during the 25th anniversary party for his other NBC gig, Dateline. According to TV Newser, the Thirty Rockers performed three songs. Always Alright by Alabama Shakes with a bass solo from HALT, Jane by Jefferson Starship, and an encore of Lonely is the Night by Billy Squire. The party was held at the rooftop press lounge overlooking the Hudson River. A photo booth allowed attendees to take pictures with HALT's signature vest. A special cocktail, the 25 to Life, was served. Gift bags include gourmet popcorn and a date line. Uh, tote bag. Uh, in other news, uh, Lester Holt, who is a veteran at anchor, gave NBC Nightly News the 20th consecutive across-the-board session season win, going back to when Tom Brokaw anchored the broadcast. Also, Dateline is among four NBC News show to finish the 2015-2016 season at number one in the 25 to 54 demographic. The last time Today's NBC Nightly News, Meet the Press, and Dateline all won the season, In the demo was the 2010-2011 season. And also, if you want to catch that interview that I did when I had Lester Holt here on the show, just go back to the archives. Uh, Lester Holt is a classy man. He's a class act, very nice man. If you want to go and check that interview that I did with our friend to the show, just go back to the archives. Donald Glover's Atlanta has scored a second season. After delivering the best premiere of any basic cable primetime scripted comedy in more than three years, FX Today announced it has ordered ten more episodes of the comedy for season two. Atlanta scored the most watched basic cable primetime scripted comedy premiere in over three years in the key eighteen to forty nine demographic. It has since pulled off the rare fee of building on its premiere audience and virtually all key demos and ranking as the most watched telecast of a new comedy series in adult eighteen to 49 since April 2014. The series followed two cousins in Atlanta who worked through the city music scene in order to better their lives and the lives of their family. Glover, also an executive producer of the series play, Earn Marks, a young manager trying to get his cousin's career off the ground. Brian Tyree Henry plays Alfred Miles, a new hot rapper trying to understand the line between real life and street life. And Darius, played by Lakeith Stanfield, is Alfred right-hand man and visionary. And Van, played by Daisy Beats is Earn's best friend and the mother of his daughter. Atlanta, episode four, The Sands Effect, is tonight at 10 p.m. Eastern. And a number of A-list musicians are set to help celebrate the life and legacy of the late music icon, Prince. Christina Aguilera, Stevie Wonder, John Mayer, Shaka Khan, Tori Kelly, Morris Day, and The Time have all been confirmed to perform at the show, which is dubbed the official Prince tribute. Other stars lined up for the event are Anita Baker, Dougie Fresh, Bilal, Men Condition, Judith Hill, and Liv Warfield. The new power generation led by Morris Hayes, along with members of Third Eye Girl will also perform. Prince's family originally planned to hold the show at the new NFL stadium in his hometown of Minneapolis. However, organizers said last week that it will be at the smaller Xcel Energy Center in St. Paul. Tickets for Prince's official tribute concert in St. Paul, Minnesota, was sold out in mere minutes. After going on sale on Monday, and according to Star Tribune, tickets for the October 13th show at the Excel Energy Center was just gone. It, it, they they instantly be uh, it, they were gone instantly after becoming available for purchase at 10 a.m. on Monday, and uh, the tickets were sold by Ticketmaster at the box office. The tickets were like from 19.99 to $152.50. and fifty cents. I wish I could have got that ticket. Oof. And the slate of film on deck will be co produced by Flavor Unit Entertainment, Shaquin Carpierre, and Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah, Flavor Unit Entertainment, and Cold Black Film are joining forces to co produce and co finance a slate of films beginning with an adaptation of Lala Anthony's The Love Playbook Rule for Love, Sex, and Happiness. Published in 2014, the New York Times bestseller featured Anthony sharing her life and love lessons, offering a no-nonsense advice on dating, love, and marriage, and advising women on how to take control of their relationship and and to rise above adversity and live their lives by by their rules. Anthony will also executive produce for the project through her La La Land Company. Cold Black Film and Flavor Unit Entertainment will collaborate on the marketing of the film under the slate, Cold black Film, a division of Lion King, has a mission to serve the global black community through movies targeted to the undeserved African-American consumer. In 2011, comedy concert film Kevin Hart, Laughing My Pain, grossed over $32 million domestically. Flavor unit producing credits include Bringing Down the House, Beauty Shop, The Perfect Holiday, The Cookout, and Just Right. TV credits also include Betsy and Life Support. And Marc Jacobs has apologized for his choice of words following criticism over the models he used during his latest runway show at New York Fashion Week last Thursday. A-list models Kendall Jenner, Jordan Dunn, and Gigi Hadid sported multicolored dreadlocks, leading critics to accuse Jacobs of, get this, cultural appropriation. The, the, the fashion designer took to Instagram to post a now-deleted explanation about how he does not see color or race. He said he sees people. He also added, quote, all who cry cultural appro- uh, appropriation or whatever nonsense about any race or skin color wearing their hair in any particular style or ma- manner. Funny how you don't criticize women of color for straightening their hair, unquote. Criticizing black women for how they style their hair is never, you hear me, never the wisest move. So after marinating on the backlash for a few nights, Jacob returned to social media to issue an apology. If you haven't learned by now, that's what got Juliana Rancic in trouble because of what she said about Zendaya's hair when she wore the dreads at the award show saying it smelled like petula oil, you never make a comment about black women's hair. So for all you celebrities who listen to the show or have been guests on my show, please do not make comments about African-American hair. And for my listeners, that is a no-no. Blackish creator Kenya Barris has been hit with a more than $1 lawsuit by music video director and Idlewild Helmer, Brian Barber, who claimed Kenya ripped off the idea for the hit ABC comedy. Barber believes Kenya is in breach of contract and accuses him of committing fraud in his jury-seeking complaint, which he filed in L.A. Superior Court on Friday. The filing cited a number of similarities between the initial concept and Blackish. Uh, Brian claimed that he and his fellow Clark Atlanta University alum co-wrote a script based on his life for VH1 nearly 10 years ago. But Kenya essentially hijacked the story and retooled it into the series starring Anthony Anderson, and Barbara is ready to lay out a timeline in court that suggests he and Barris was connected at one point. Barbara is requesting monetary damages as well as a full accounting, creator, and writing credit and compensation on the Emmy-nominated Blackish, plus a piece of all derivatives, ancillaries, and merchandise's rights and interests. Wow. And Rob Kardashian, he has undergone stomach stapling surgery. Now, this is according to a new report. The Keeping Up With The Kardashian star had been waiting to remove excess skin following his drastic weight loss. Now, according to MediaTakeout.com, Rob went ahead with the surgery last week because he wanted to be slim and trim for his upcoming wedding with his fiancee and baby mama, Black China. Cameras for his e reality show, Rob and China, were there to capture the whole thing. This is according to an insider. The report comes just Days after Black China was rumored to be planning a $350,000 plastic surgery after giving birth to Rob's child. Black also wants to get a tummy tub and vaginal rejuvenation. If she ends up having a C section, there'll even be more operations on the schedule. And Bobby Brown posts a touching tribute to his late daughter, Bobby Christina Brown, after her boyfriend was found legally responsible for her death. Chrissy's family filed a wrongful death lawsuit against Nick following her passing in 2015. A judge ruled that all allegations by plaintiff were legally considered to be admitted by the defendant through omission after Nick failed to show up in court for a hearing. A jury will determine the amount of damages to be awarded to Brown conservator. Bobby, who sued Nick for $50 million, said he's pleased with the outcome of the court proceedings. And speaking of another wrongful death lawsuit, you heard about Jim Carrey. Uh, He's been uh, filed a wrongful lawsuit about the death of his girlfriend, and they said that the the family was accusing him of providing her drugs, and they said that he he, he allegedly provided her the drugs that helped her kill herself. So now he's being sued for a wrongful death lawsuit. Amazing, right? Uh, right now we have 14 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to go ahead and take another break, and I'll be back with the last remaining stories of the day. So don't go anywhere. I'm
0: an airplane mode well, on, no trouble. Everybody know I ain't up the chum or oh, yeah. Oh little other studies I'ma tell you right now, I've on chillin' so right now. Ain't taking no calls right now. I'm kicking back and I'm pulling. up, got honey up in my cup. I'm in the hood, I'm feeling good, just be myself and it. Everything I do this way, I'm a mess. Anybody good, I play something I'm writing. I'm chillin', I'm good. I'm tricky back and I'm fighting, I'm chillin', I'm good. I'm kicking back and I'm lying. I'm feeling. I'm good I'm kicking back and I'm lying. I'm kicking back and I'm hot I'm, I'm, I'm feeling I'm good I'm kicking back and I'm good Everything good over here, yeah, everybody know I ain't about that trouble. Everything good over here, yeah, everybody know I ain't about that trouble. Oh, yeah Look oh, what started. I'ma tell you right now, I'm planning on chilling so hard right now. I ain't taking no calls right now. I'm kicking back and I'm pulling up. Got honey up in my cup. I'm in the hood, I'm feeling good. Just need my short finish. <laughs> Everything I do was well made. Ain't nobody good, I swear to God. I'm vibing, I'm chilling, I'm good. I'm kicking back and I'm vibing, I'm chilling, I'm good. I'm taking back and I'm hot I'm selling, I'm good, I'm kicking back and I'm, I'm kicking back and I'm, I'm kicking back and I'm body, I'm selling, I'm good, I'm kicking back and I'm good. Man, first break in a minute, can't remember that I haven't going to work, chillin' by my mama crib, the bomb, and I even went to church, full tank a whip, on for little lil' dry full I don't about I'm know they be missing me i was busy as ever, good to be on It still good to be chilling What don't my people think about the so way to be on No man, I really get the feeling is coming together The, the poor, good I the seen They couldn't get any better am I'm fighting, I'm, killing, I'm good, I'm kicking back And I'm fighting, I'm chilling I'm good, I'm kicking back And I'm I'm kicking back and I'm clean. I'm kicking back and I'm hot I'm jealous, I'm good I'm kicking back and I'm close You know what I'm saying? When I land the first thing i am thinking about is us to for a while You so know what
1: I'm saying? Go on a simply hope song Going to see my mama. Going to see my daddy. Going to the Fox Hills Mall. You know what I'm saying?
0: Going to slush.
1: Ten minutes left remaining in the show. That was the latest from Miller J. and Kicking It. She did like a, like a, she uh, sampled uh, Cooling the Gang Summer Madness to it. It has a nice groove to it, right? Well, uh, for the last remaining stories of the day, uh, Justin Bieber is back on the market, if anyone cares. Uh, uh, he and uh, Lionel Richie daughter, Sophia Richie, has called it quits. The Let Me Love You hitmaker broke up with the daughter of Lionel Richard just six weeks after going public with a relationship in August. Justin and Sophia were never all that serious to begin with, despite vacationing together in Mexico for her 18th birthday. They were last photographed together in Los Angeles on August 26th and haven't been seen together in public since then. And Warner Brothers' biographical uh, drama Sully retains the box office throne in a second week. The Clint Eastwood direct biopic of Captain Chelsea Sully Sullenberger, which starred Tom Hanks in the t- titular role, uh, wins the race again with $21.7 million, bringing its total domestic uh, uh, total domestic uh, value to $70.2 million so far. Opening in the running up spot is uh, Liongate's Blair Witch. The Adam Wingard directed horror flick starring James Allen McCune, Callie Hernandez, and Corbin Reeve fails to steal the first spot from Sully, but it managed to earn almost two times it of its five million dollar budget with nine point six million domestically. Other newcomers include Bridget Jones' Baby and Snowden. They opened in uh, in a week in their first week at the domestic box office. The Renee Zellwinger led comedy debuted in the third place with eight point six million. While the Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Shailene Woodley starring film opened at number four with eight million in its first week, and rounding out the top five is Sony's Don't Breathe, the horror flick that stars Stephen Lang, Jane Levy, uh, Dylan Minette, and Daniel Delvato. It has another five point six million in its fourth week, bringing its total to seventy five point four million domestically. And Mad Max. Fury Road will reportedly get a prequel instead of a sequel. According to the Australia Herald Sun, the fifth installment of George Miller Mad Max movie series will center on the story before Tom Hardy, lone hero, meets Charlene Ferrand for uh, for, for, real, for real The prequel is reportedly in pre-production and is expected to start shooting down under later this year. Back in 2014, Fury Road was also filmed in Aussie before it moved to Nam- Nambia, and it's following numerous delays when extended rainfall in Aussie turned the desert green. It's unclear whether or not Miller would return for this prequel, if the rumors is true, but he previously said that he would take a break from the Mad Max saga, although it didn't necessarily mean that he wouldn't return for another movie because he still had two more stories to tell. And Drake shares some updates about his new mixtape during Summer 16 tour in Tacoma on Saturday, September 17. The Hot Blinks hitmaker told the crowd that he's recording six or seven new songs. Drake announced a new mixtape during his show in Kansas City back in July. Besides his own mixtape, Drake has a new single with Future and a collabo album with Kanye West. And Red Hot Chili Peppers announced their uh, North American date for the Getaway World Tour in 2017. The veteran rock band will have 24 shows in the U.S. in support of their 11th studio album, The Getaway. The North American leg will kick off on January 5, 2017 at AT&T Center in San Antonio, Texas and circle the U.S. and Canada before wrapping on March 18, 2017 at Vancouver's Pepsi Live at Rogers Arena. Trombone Shorty and uh, Orleans Avenue served an opening act for the entirety of the leg, while RHCP former drummer Jack Irons, uh, he's going to join the tour for the January date. RHCP promised many more dates will be added. And Mariah Carey's number one to infinity residency show at Caesar Palace is coming to a close. The All I Want for Christmas is Youth Hitmaker is wrapping up her Las Vegas residency with nine shows in 2017. The last leg of number one to infinity is scheduled from April 26 to May 13, 2017, with tickets going on sale Friday, September 23rd at 12 p.m. Pacific time. Caesar Powers confirms that tickets for the show will range from $55 to $250. Mariah will continue her ninth concert tour, the Sweet, Sweet Fantasy Tour, in Latin America on uh, October 28th in in, uh, Buenos Aires, Argentina, before going to Chile, Brazil, and Mexico. She is working on a new album with a possible collaboration with The Weeknd. And Katy Perry has hinted a possible 2017 tour during Twitter exchange with her followers on Sunday, September 18th. A hater told Katy that her Olympic anthem rise flopped and her career in music was over. Katy fired back at the hater with a kiss emoji and promised she would see the person at her show next year. Katie is currently working on her fifth studio album. Katy's Manager previously confirmed that her upcoming album would be released before the end of 2016, and rumor has it that the record is coming in, get this, October or November. Can't wait. And the NFL denies that Lady Gaga has been confirmed to headline the 2017 Super Bowl halftime show. While confirming that they had been in talks with several fantastic artists, the NFL is very clear that they have not yet made a decision. Natalie Ravis, the senior VP of communications for the NFL, took to Twitter on Sunday, September 18, to say that they had not yet made a final decision on who would headline next year's Super Bowl. Uh, previously, Us Weekly cited a source as claiming that Gaga was officially signed on to perform at the 51st annual football championship event at NRG Stadium in Houston, Texas, on February 5, 2017. And also remember, I was telling you they uh, they were saying that uh, there was a rumor that 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 they put out there that Adele was supposed to be uh, chosen, and Adele claimed that uh, they had offered her to perform, and she told them no. And that, and then the NFL came and said, we never talked to Adele. So something's going on, because last week I reported a story that said that Lady Gaga was in. Now this week, the NFL, they flip-flop again, saying that they really never uh, actually confirmed it yet. And Jay-Z and Beyonce are reportedly set to host a massive Title charity concert right here in New York City. The Powerhouse couple is teaming up with Wall Street favorite charity, the Robin Hood Foundation. According to Page Six, Jay-Z, and Beyonce will be joined by Nicki Minaj, Lauren Hill, and Lil Wayne for a special show at Brooklyn bar Kelly Center on Sunday, I'm sorry, on Saturday, October 15. The event will reportedly also be streamed live on Tidal. Tickets will reportedly range from $50 to $100,000 for VIP packages, Packages to raise money for Robin Hood, education for children in New York City, and other charitable nominations by the artists. Representatives for Jay-Z and Beyonce as well as Robin Hood Foundation haven't commented on the report yet. Barclays Center has also yet to put the show on its event calendar. So far there's no show listed on October 15. There will be a Drake and Future Summer 16 tour on October 11 and 12. Last year, Jay-Z and Beyonce headlined a Title X concert at Bargay Center to celebrate Title's 1 million subscribers. They were joined by other performers like Nikki Weezy, Nick Jonas, Rick Ross, Usher, and T.I. And Jared Leto has signed on to star as pop artist and cultural icon Andy Warhol in a new biopic, the 44-year-old frontman of 30 Seconds to Mars with team up with Michael De Luca and Terrence Winter and make it the upcoming film title Warhol. And this is according to the Hollywood Reporter. The, uh, the Joker, as we all know, he played in Suicide Squad, will produce the film through his Paradox Productions sh- uh, shingle with De Luca whose uh, credits include Oscar-dominated movies like The Social Network, Moneyball, and Captain Phillips. It is not the first time Walhart Life has been adapted into the big screen. Countless actors, including Crispin Glover, David Bowie, Guy Pearce, and Bill Hayden, have played the artist in 1991's The Door, 2006 Factory Girl, and 2012 Ben and Black 3. Walhart began his exhibit his work during the 1950s. The artist was best known for painting significant American objects which include a dollar bill, mushroom clouds, electric chair, the Campbell soup can, and Coca-Cola bottles along with celebrities like Marilyn Monroe and Elvis Presley. Walhart, who was openly gay, was 58 when he died in 1987. Well, that's going to do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs. Have a great week. Stay safe, and I will talk to you again next time. Take care.